As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Andrew, today we're going to do Susan Smoking Nuclear Hot Cake Wednesday. Me and you were arguing a little on the text message. I want to discuss... I think it's going to be really hard for the Saints to keep Michael Thomas and Kamara. And I think if, they're, if, the, if the Saints make a decision that they can't keep both of them, they need to trade Alvin Kamara right now because his trade, his trade value will never be as high as it is as, as this exact moment when he has two years left on his deal. Well, so I hear what you're saying because he's on a minimum deal. So – on on one hand, I understand what you're saying. On the other hand, I feel like Odell Beckham proved this year that, you know, being on a max deal is not prohibitive if you're a superstar, unique talent. And I absolutely think Kamara is that. I really think – I don't even really view him – and this is where the argument was. I don't really view him as a running back in the sense that, like, you, know, you pigeonhole a guy. And it, it was the same thing with Jimmy Graham. Like, yes, he was a tight end. But he was so unique in what he offered, and at the time there was very few players that could do what he did from a skill set point of view, that he had a max deal, and he still would acquire it for a first-round pick and a superstar player. Both. Here's the thing. Here's my retort to that is Jimmy Graham and Odell Beckham, they both got paid and then got traded. So the Giants have a $38 million cap hit. It's not all Odell Beckham, but it's a lot of him. And, yes – a team will gladly trade for Kamara and give maybe give the Saints a high pick, even if he's a running back. If the Saints give Kamara the extension and the Saints pay out the bonus, yeah, then a team will say, yeah, we'll take Kamara at his $14 million average cap hit after you gave him a $25 million signing bonus. Sure, a team will do a pick, but a team is not going to say, Saints, we'll give you a first-round pick and we'll give Kamara a giant bonus. A team will do one or the other but they won't do both. And my thing is, if the Saints, if, if they decide that they can't pay both, then you have to accept that one of them is going to leave and you're not going to get any comp- compensation. Like if the Saints decide, hey, we can't keep both, but we're going to ride this out and one of them, is, you know, Kamara is going to walk in two years and we're just going to get another running back, like that's okay too. But you're not like, you're not going to be, I don't think you're going to be able to pay both of them huge salaries and keep them. I just, maybe I'm wrong. I just, I don't see it. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Um, So first of all, I mean, the only playmaker that has kind of overstayed his welcome is uh, Colston. Um, Besides Colston, they have let every playmaker walk in their prime. They let Meacham walk in his prime. Chris Ivory. Didn't Meacham really have a prime. I mean, I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, with the Saints, he did. I, you know, I mean, you know, his prime for what it was. 
I mean, he was at the peak of his career when he left the Saints. Um, you know, I think you know, Graham, Reggie Bush, Sproles, and you go up and down the list. I mean, no one has kind of stayed with the Saints uh, as a playmaker. So, you know, I would think Michael Thomas and Kamara are both as likely candidates as anyone. I think keeping a playmaker is maybe more important with Breeze leaving soon because you want to prop up the next guy. But I, I view so I view Michael Thomas as a pretty clean thing. Like either mm-hmm. they want to keep him or they don't. But like he's going to be biggest wide receiver money in NFL history. Like that's what he's going to ask for. Whatever Odell Beckham's deal is right now. Antonio Brown, like that's what he's gonna want per year. So and he's gonna I, get it. He's gonna get it from the he, Saints or somebody or like somebody. Yeah. So I, I see that pretty cleanly, and it just at least in terms of negotiations. I mean, the Saints may say, "Hey, look, we know like this money's out there. Like you're gonna have to get less than that to play with the Saints because we don't pay contracts like that. Well, we will pay because we, you know we want to keep competitive balance throughout the roster. So. <laughs> You know, we'll do, we'll keep you, but it's going to be at fourteen million a year, or whatever. But, but I think, I think the Thomas thing is pretty clean. Camara to me is way more complicated because it's one of those things where if he fits free, if he hits free agency, someone will overpay for his talent and his skills. Someone will pay him like he is Le'Veon Bell, even though he's not putting up Le'Veon Bell stats. Whereas the Saints, I believe. We'll lowball him because they will say, well, based on your production, you know, the, the Mark Ingrams of the world are making $5 million a year. And, yes, he's more dynamic than Mark Ingram, but he's not getting 1,000 yards a year. And, yes, he's catching a lot more passes and doing more damage in their, in their receiving game, which is why he's more valuable. But is he really getting that much more financially? I think the Saints would be like, yeah, we'll pay you 6 or $7 million a year, but – Camaro's going to say, why would I take that when I know that there's someone out there that will pay me $10 million a year on the open market? So I think the Camara contract situation is way more complicated because he is way more valuable than his statistics. Yeah, and that's the interesting thing. I, don't, I, I think it's, it's unlikely that a team would trade for him and pay it, but if he hits the open market, I guarantee you the Rams or Kansas City or New England – would be like, hey, Kamara, that's 26. Come on down here. Here's, here's, here's five years, $55 million. You know, and they look at him as a chess piece that can do a lot of things. Now, most teams won't do that because, Andrew, most teams are fucking stupid in the NFL, right? They'll just right. be like, well, why would we pay Kamara? Why'd you pay Kamara five years, $60 million? We can just draft a running back in the third round and be the same. But a smart team, like the Rams with McVay or even Belichick, you don't think of him as an offensive guy, but he kind of is. Like a smart team will pay him, but they won't pay him and give the Saints a pick. His contract negotiation is is going to be very, very, very difficult. And the thing is with Kamaris, he's a really smart – he's kind of a different guy. I could see him being like, you know what, I really want my money. And, and players to a certain extent – always want their money. You know, Colston was a different kind of guy for the Saints, and that's why he stayed around. But most NFL players realize that second contract, that's, that's, that's it. That's, that, 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 that's going to be the majority of your earning power. And really, the majority of your earning power is really only the first two years of that deal because after that, a team will cut you or demand you take a reduction if you're not producing at an elite level, right? So it gets dicey. And I just, 
I just, Andrew, I just can't see them paying Michael Thomas 19, paying Kamara 14, and Bridgewater like 20. I just, man, I just don't know how the math on that works. Plus, you got Cam yeah. Jordan and last. Like, I just don't know how the math works. So that's why I'm saying, like, if the Saints, if they're going to make that call, they have to do it. Right now would be ideal, but really it, it has to be either right now or next year. Like you can't, like, you know. The, do you think? Do, do you think they would? They, do you think they would deal him early, or do you think they would just be like, "Look, we're going to ride this out because he's so good. Whatever we can get on the, whatever we could get in a trade for him, we don't want to do. We want to ride this out and see if we can get a ring out of it." Well, I think right now both players are staying. You know, for this year because it's, this could be Breeze's last year, and so they're they're trying to make a run at this, and so that's why I think they're yeah. going to roll with those two guys yeah. for now. But I, I, I think as early as next off season, you could see either player traded. I still think Michael Thomas, like I, I could just see him being like, I, I think he's all about the money, 100. percent And I, I think Michael Thomas absolutely is going to say, you need to pay me like I'm the greatest receiver in NFL history. And I think, you know, stats are on his side yeah. because he'll say, look, I've produced as much as any receiver in the first four years of their career. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. no receiver has had as many catches yeah. as me. And so I think statistically his agent will have an argument like, no, you need to pay him $20 million a year. And I, I just think Mickey Loomis is going to say, I'm not doing that. So mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, I could easily see Michael Thomas being the one that's traded, but I, I just think if the Saints – really want to keep him and just say, yes, we will pay you whatever you want. Like, I, I just think that's pretty clean. And again, like, I, I think the var- the variables with Kamara are all over the place. But like you said, the motivations are a little different. I, with Michael Thomas, I think he wants the money. So, like, you, the Saints are either going to pay him or they're not, and he'll stay or he'll go. With Kamara, like, like you said, he's a little different. So, like, it may not be all about the money for him. Like, he may – Stay with the Saints and take a low-ball offer because he decides he loves New Orleans or whatever. I, I, I really don't. I'm not saying it's going to play out that way, but I don't know what makes him tick as much. Yeah, he, he, you know, Michael Thomas, like, the thing that makes him awesome and the thing that I love about him is he is just straightforward out there about, I want to be a freaking star. I want to be – I do my telephone end zone celebration. I want to be a star. I want to be a star on Twitter. I want to be endorsements and I want my money and he's all about it and he's never been anything else like he's a really he's a really good teammate and he's not he's not a troublemaker or anything else but he wants his bag and like he's been straightforward about that since day one and I think that's part of the thing that drives him like he looks at the I got the biggest contract in NFL history as a major accomplishment, whereas other players, yeah, they really like the money, but other things are more or are, are, are as important or or more important. He's all about it, and he's going to get his yeah. he's going to get his money. And the thing is, it becomes really tricky for the Saints to me if it doesn't get done in the summer before this year, because Michael Thomas, he I don't think is going to be about the franchise tag life. Um, so I could see him holding out. I mean, I think I think it starts to get I think it starts to get really interesting with the Saints. And look, these are nice problems to have, Andrew. This is what happens when you draft fantastically for two, three years. All these players got to get paid. Um, yeah. So it's a it's a good problem to have. I just think 
the decisions that the Saints have to make are coming fast and furious. And yeah. to me, I would almost either – to me, I would either trade Kamara or Michael Thomas right now or ride it out and see if you can get a ring. And if one of them walks, I'm okay with it. The thing that I don't want them to do is sort of be sort of in the middle where they try to low, they try to sign them, but they don't, and they trade them for like not a good deal. Like either ride it out and get get maximum out of their first year contracts, or don't and extend them, but don't trade them for like you know trade Michael Thomas going into his fourth year for a, for a third and a fifth like Antonio Brown and trade Kamara for a, you know to switch places in the second. Like don't do that either. Either keep them and extend them or ride it out and try to win a trophy and say we didn't win a trophy and they left because we didn't want to pay them. But don't half-ass it. Like, pick your path and go. Don't try to half-step it. So we'll see. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, no, I I mean, the last thing I would say about it is um, Marshawn Latimer and Kim Jordan are in this equation too. And, you know, when you say they can't keep both Michael Thomas and Kamara, I'm not sure they can keep two of the four. You know, that's probably as many as they can keep. Um, So, you know, Lattimore is – Jordan's a little bit older, but, you know, still he's going to want a massive deal. Um, And Lattimore, you know, obviously it kind of depends on how he produces from here on out, but that's another massive contract, and these are all going to happen around the same time. Yeah. So, all right, everybody, this is the one you got for free. Uh, You should sign up for $7 a month. You get – uh, an extra four podcasts a week. Plus, if you if you get on Patreon by May 1st, you get an awesome, awesome beer koozie, Andrew. It's amazing. I'm using it right now. Uh, it is the highest scientifically engineered beer koozie in the history of the world. Dave assured me of that in the five minutes he spent putting it together. You get that for free if you're on Patreon by May 1st. Uh, so... We'll talk to you soon. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. 
CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be.